Tonight, we're going to try and answer the age-old question, why do Canadians everywhere hate Toronto? Is it true? We're going to find out what people think from a comedian's perspective. Do people across Canada hate Canadian comics, or do they love us? We don't know. We're going to find out tonight. It is Toronto versus everybody. I'm Dean Young, and we're about to go Inside the Joke. Welcome to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Yeah, welcome Canada. You're listening to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Brought to you, of course, by our very good friends at Hakeem Optical. If you're tuning in for the first time, first off, I don't know why. We've been on the air for like three and a half years here. But if you didn't know, your eyes can have it all with Hakeem Optical. That's how. That's the answer. That's how. Tonight, we are, we're keeping it Toronto tonight. We've been, we've been going across Canada lately. We've been talking about stuff happening coast to coast in comedy in this country. But tonight, we're going to find out from a couple of Toronto-based comics, uh, not necessarily from here either, who go out, they hit the road, they tour across Canada, they produce shows here. But we're going to find out how much truth there is to that statement that Canadians, everybody hates Toronto. I don't know how true it is. We're going to get their perspective on this. Returning friend of the show, it's been a while. It has been it too ha- long. It has been too I'm long. Pumped to be back here. Possibly even two years, something I think it's like been that. A couple years. Last time I was here, Sandra was here. So that's I, right. I it's been a while. Feel her presence here and miss her. She had some great things to say to me. So I, absolutely, I, I miss her. But uh, obviously, you guys are carrying on her legacy. We're carrying on. So I still feel, you. you know, I still feel like if I make a mistake that I'll somehow she'll let me know for sure. We're pulling it along. We're pulling. Yeah, we're dragging this wounded horse through the streets of Canadian radio. (laughs) This rotting carcass. That voice you hear is, of course, our friend of the show, Lars Classington, back in studio. And we have, I believe, first time on the show, First time, man. First time on the show. First time. First time viewer. No, uh, just first timer. First timer in studio. Danny Martinello joins us tonight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And you, of course, so you've been Toronto-based for some years now, but you, of course, you're originally uh, an Albertan. Oh, yeah. Through and through, man. Right. Western Canadian comic. You made the big move a few years back. Moved to Toronto. Mm -hmm. And so I want to find out tonight all about when you guys go out, you hit the road. You leave the city, whether you're doing small town Ontario, you're doing club gigs elsewhere, or you, Danny, when you go back out and tour the West, what people's perceptions are of Toronto. Does everybody hate Toronto? And I mean, the interesting thing for you, Danny, is I've seen a lot of comics do it over the years where you sort of get to the top of whatever scene it is that you're from. You know, you make a name for yourself, you get some club work, and you go, okay. It's time to go to Toronto. It's time to make that move to the big hub and make the big bucks. Oh, yeah. And then you come here and it's like, oh. So let's get a day uh, nope. job again. Yeah. <laughs> let's start over again. Oh yeah, man. Let's climb the ranks of an open mic scene. That's it, just it really brutal. Is. It's kind of like uh it's like when Canadian comics, you know, they work their way up for years, they get some TV credits, they get some work, they go, Okay, I've done everything I could do. It's time for LA now. Yeah. And they go and they were like, You were on what festival? Oh, no, we don't care. Here's an open mic. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. We're doing, uh, an open mic in a laundry mat. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, man. Or the deli where it's just in the back and people are putting orders through and you're like 
those pickles still looking good though, yeah. It does happen. And I mean for you guys, I mean Lars, you're so you're running a new weekly show here in Toronto right, right. now, Monday night show. Pretty much based in Toronto lately, recently. Based in Toronto yeah. lately. And of course, I mean you've done a lot of road work over the years. You've been around, you've been around for some time. You've this isn't also your first show that you've run. But right. for you, like how well do you guys think that Toronto mics, like the we do, because we have thousands of open mics here of ranging varying degrees of quality and location of venue and all that. You see a lot of comics who are maybe, you know, born and bred in Toronto and started comedy here, and it's kind of all they know, you know, as they do the mics here, they do the shows here, they, they have the tendency to talk about very Toronto based things. Right. And then the time comes to go, okay, I got booked, I got to go do this like rural Ontario, small town. Right. Legion Hall or whatever, mm-hmm. or do their own little tour, and they sort of get out on the road and go, I don't know what to talk about that other Canadians can relate to all of a sudden. Yeah, what do you mean Kappa-scasing people don't like TTC jokes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no shit. Yeah. That's the bit. My thing is, yeah, where you go out on the road and they're like, oh yeah, TTC, we're riding the bus. And they're like, buddy, we don't even have a bus. Like, yeah. Right. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. So yeah. I was on the subway the other, what, is that a tram car? What is that? Yeah, you the know? guy's like, I went into a subway, I got a foot long yesterday, what's he talking about? <laughs> yeah, how well do you guys think that these rooms in Toronto prep comics to actually go out and Hit I mean, the open road in Canada. I think in general, Toronto preps you amazing for comedy, but still you have to adapt for where you're going. Yeah. You, you have to relate to people um, where they are. So yeah. you got to have your like rhubarb festival jokes for the small towns, you know? You really do. It's like all about reading a room, right? I mean, you learn that. I mean, Danny, you kind of did the opposite because you were used to, you know, obviously you're from the city out in Alberta, but you're used to like touring these small towns and stuff. So yeah. you kind of know how to work those crowds. Yeah. Like out west, you, that's where you'll start, right? Like uh, you, you do the open mics there, but then it's like to go and do the road gigs. You're like, all right, well, now let's go and do our 30s, hit the roads and go like all over. Yeah. Right? You're driving eight hours, do half an hour kind of stuff like that. And so it's like, I don't know. I, I'm used to seeing those kind of situations and then when you see like these guys from Toronto or like that just do the city and then they come out to out west and they're trying all their like, you know, Queen Sweet rest jokes or all these other things and they're like, Oh Alberta and Saskatchewan just don't get it and they're like, Well, what are you talking about, man? Like <laughs> You're talking about the things that you know and like bike lanes, and it's like these guys. What is, what is a bike lane to them? That's the street, you know. Yeah. So yeah. it's like it's funny to watch them just like have a conniption fit, just being like, ah, <laughs> oh, they they just don't understand. And it's like, well, you just haven't related yet, dude. I, I think that might be the first time someone's ever used the the word conniption on this show right. in the oh, entire yeah. conniption being fit, on the air bro. too. We're gonna come back and find out more about what Canadians think about Toronto and what what Toronto comics know about hitting the open road. We'll be back with more inside jokes. Right Right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hi, I'm John Doerr's sister, and you're listening to Inside Jokes on 640. I love you. Would you give me a beat? Beat! Yeah, welcome back, Toronto. You are listening to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, brought to you by Hakeem Optical. And tonight we're getting into the myths and the facts behind why does everyone in this country hate Toronto? Why do Canadians hate? Is it a jealousy thing? I don't know. What do you uh, guys think? I, I don't. Go yeah, you go ahead. No, I was no, just no. gonna say. I feel like 
nobody likes to feel like people are thinking they're better than them and maybe yeah. sometimes you come you're a big city person and you're like oh who are you you're city slicker but canadians are very like and i mean this in the most endearing way we're kind of rednecks at heart we're all very simple we like to drink beer we like to smoke weed we like to party we like to know our friends gary and terry and barry and just have a good time and then if someone comes in oh you're a city slicker people can kind of give them a side eye and a little yeah. cut eye and be like who's this fancy guy I think he is so I think if you just connect with people as like one of the boys you're never going to do bad in a small town but if you come in there thinking like oh I, I know better than you and I'm a city slicker and all that kind of stuff then people will sense yeah. that and just be like who is this guy there's almost this like swagger that you get because Toronto's this weird little like void that you get sucked into it away like I'm not from here either but I've been living here for a decade and this is you know where I've done most of my comedy except for road work but this is where i started comedy and you do it's almost like the the american thing where it's like once you're in toronto you know nothing outside toronto you're right just every the whole universe just becomes this city and i think the same trap happens in canada where because most of our road work in this country is out there it's out in small towns and oh yeah taverns and legion halls and you know places that are maybe not even on a current map yeah <laughs> half the time you know, but I think the the same thing happens where we don't know anything outside of this city. So there's a bit of a swagger that comes. So you go from Toronto and all of a sudden you're doing your first little run of road gigs out in small town Ontario or you go out West Alberta or wherever, wherever it is. And you kind of think, well, I'm going to kill headlining this no matter what because I'm... I know people who have been on Murdoch Mysteries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I would say I think it's it's similar to that too, where it's like they come in with like a pompousness, where it's like I'm from the big smoke, and then it's like, okay, well, like, what, what, just because you come from Toronto makes you, you know, and it's like yeah. a little bit of a combative, but it's also like maybe like a like kind of. Uh, yeah, I guess that's what I would say. I just had a brain fart installed out there. <laughs> well, just control, alt, delete. Uh, but no, yeah, that's what I would say. Is like everybody comes in here where they're like, oh, yeah, but no, you guys are just a small town guppies. Like, oh, come to a city of two, three million. Like, this is a real thriving city. Like, we got skyscrapers and all that stuff. And we're like, uh, okay, well, we do too. Like, when I first moved here, people were like, oh, how do you like running water? I'm like, are you serious, dude? Like, yeah. we have glaciers, bro. Like, it's, you know what I mean? Like, and I think, Albert, and we've talked to lots of other alberta comics about this on the show before but i think alberta is unique because it really does prep comics in that way because you're bouncing back and forth between calgary and edmonton which yeah. both have their own thriving scenes and you get club work and stuff but you'll go on the weekends and you'll go work these small towns and you kind of get used to both early on you yeah. kind of ping pong back and forth between doing these road this road work all weekend long and then come back to the clubs and come back to the city oh yeah whereas here you could spend your entire first decade of being like an open micer and working your way up and getting your first spots at yucks or absolute or whatever before you even set foot outside the city oh yeah like that's why i was so fortunate i say like edmonton has probably one of the best scenes in canada even calgary too where it's like um you're going to do those clubs right so it's like your open mic like so your first time could be a club and then it's like now you got a guest spot on weekend and you're playing like 220 people in a club and then you can start like working it that way instead of just going to like dive bars and yeah fighting your way through it but obviously like you have those but it's like yeah you get more club opportunities and then it's like you're gonna sometimes you just get the gig because you have a car so you're like oh okay, <laughs> yeah you know what I yeah mean? yeah and then it's Lars like oh, knows. <laughs> yeah where it's like oh sweet nice yeah the headliner needs a ride and you're not even ready for the 30 minutes or the 20 minutes but you're there because you have a car and then you like learn through that he helps you out or she helps you out and yeah. then you just yeah you just grow exponentially real quick because it's like you have all these opportunities instead of fighting against 400 people 
being like, you know, like, oh, first you got to grind out on these mics before yeah. you can get to the stage. And you're like, all right, dude, yeah, I'll do whatever, you know. But, but out west, you're kind of like, yeah, I don't know. I'm well, playing a weekend at a club in the first three months of my like comedy career. Well, even Edmonton, like talking about the Edmonton scene, it's funny because when you go from Toronto and go Edmonton specifically, because you'll go there and it's almost like the opposite effect of comics that come here because you go to Edmonton and do just like these independent weekly rooms and you're like, Wait, the what, they're paying money? Oh for yeah, you're getting like a hundred bucks. It's a Sunday night though. Yeah, that's why, why are there people in here? Yeah, they're here to watch comedy. Yeah, and I'm getting paid for this. What's going on? Yeah, because everybody know? comes back and they're like, "Dude, why'd you move? Like, we make so much money out there." And you're like, "Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's what I know, but you know." Yeah, because everything's here, so you have to like live here and work here, and then go make your money elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Toronto's just like this launching pad. And Toronto is five point two million people. That's right. Find Danny's point. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's not two million. It's five point two. Someone tell the TTC because <laughs> yeah. they never built it for that. That's why there. Re- oh no, a TTC joke right there. That's yeah. fine. We're in Toronto right now. We'll be back with more inside jokes right here on Global News Radio six forty Toronto. Hey, this is Ali Hassan and. Uh, you really can have it all if you're listening. Inside jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Can we blend? Uh, can we blend commercialization and IDs? Can they? Yeah. Welcome back, Canada. You are tuned in to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. But of course, we also air coast to coast. It's not just Toronto. That's important to mention tonight. You can find us on Global News Radio all across Canada. Tonight, it is a little bit more about Toronto, but there's a flip side of the coin. We're also talking about why Canadians maybe have this negative feeling about Toronto and why we're so stuck on ourselves. I'm not from Toronto, but I've lived here for a decade. I became a Torontonian. You can only vaguely hear the letter Kenny accent that I was born with. It's sort of smoothed out. Enough to do Canadian radio in this city anyways. Uh, but we're talking to two now Toronto-based comics about what it's like going out hitting the road in this country, what people's perceptions are, and what sort of how Toronto mics prepare you for the open road and for the, the real Canadian comedy, I would say. We have, of course, Lars Classington in studio with us. Hey, hey. Hello, welcome back. Danny Martinello. Hey. And, of course, so you guys know because... <laughs> hey. Hi. I just landed from uh, Mars or Planet. <laughs> On a Dex Y4. <laughs> <laughs> I just got here like a Mac and me. Well, the Danny, you know. <laughs> yeah, we were talking before the break about how, you know, when you, you're you going out and touring on the road, a lot of times you'll get these gigs when you're starting out because you, you have a car or you can get to these small town places. And what you learn sort of doing, because Toronto, the one thing about Toronto is 
Yes, there's paid work here, but a lot of comics, you have to sort of live here, do your auditions, you know, look for writing gigs, and then you go out and do the actual road work, and a lot of the club work happens really outside of the city, because there's 5,000 comics, you know, going after the same limited pool of stuff in this town. But you Mm -hmm. guys know, I mean, running shows here, Lars, going out and hitting the road, just jumping around Ontario, even Danny, of course, talking before the break about going out into, like, rural western canada and doing those gigs like what these shows in toronto actually prep you for i think it's important to go out once in a while and have when you're a newer comic have your first really good healthy bomb oh dude (laughs) from a smaller crowd you know yeah sometimes i'll go and bomb just to feel it again (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. i don't even prep i just go i don't know what's gonna happen here i need i need greg the alcoholic just to yell at me for five minutes while i'm trying to battle the whole room it is essential it's sort of like a reset to your to your muscles and your reflexes and your and your ego too right it's like being an athlete it's like well you're only gonna win so many before you just wipe out hard oh yeah take whatever lesson from that do you guys remember by the way your first really truly monumental bomb yes lars oh i don't know about bomb but i was going to share my first like actually the first time i ever got paid to do stand-up i started in london ontario but i'm from aurelia which is a small town thirty thousand people but i grew up in the country like all my neighbors were farmers we weren't farmers but i grew up like literally like if i if i name off i'm gonna uh, give you some context if i name off my first jobs was cutting grass, cutting hay, baling hay, picking strawberries, <laughs> picking green beans, picking corn, like all this totally like country type stuff. Yeah. But my first gig was in Blenheim. My first paid gig was in Blenheim, Ontario. I started in London, Ontario. Blenheim's a little outside Ontario, uh, of London. And the show was at a dive bar. It was a mix of like farmers and bikers somehow. Oh, Weird. That's what you want for your first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were on a patio. The audience was on a patio. Then there was like a dirt road in between us. Then we were on a a, a farmer's wagon. We were performing on what? top of the wagon. <laughs> and I got paid corn? 20 bucks and a, I got paid 20 bucks and beer tickets and a hamburger. And I thought this, I have made it. This is the best thing yeah. ever right now. Like I remember, distinctly remember thinking like, man, jokes just made me 20 bucks oh, i yeah. made it that's awesome it though man i kind of wish i had one of those gigs because every so often now it's like you'll go to some gigs and they'll be like hell ones but you're like ah this is fun but like that sounds like it was brutal but also like a good time in the, in the, yeah. in the end yeah. was- and at the end of the day i mean canadian comedy the rule of thumb is always sort of you say yes to everything and then worry about it later yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you just bury it in your schedule and then the closer it gets to it, go oh, I, uh, I said i would do this softball fundraiser at this legion hall in tilsonburg you know and then you just figure it out when it's like two weeks out yeah you just take all the work you can get that's that's like the for starting out in comedy it's like well we got some hell's angels and some hay farmers (laughs) totally (laughs) that's what you want for sure i think i think it's it is important though to have that good healthy once in a while just fall flat on your face oh yeah man you know it's like a system cry you know like every so often (laughs) you just need to cry and let it out it does, and it reminds you, like, do I really want to keep doing this? Why am I doing this? Yeah, you know, know, those are the moments when you go, because you can't just kill all the time, right? Because anybody would be doing this. Uh, we're going to find out more. I want to get into more awkward small town crowds, bad bombs, and more Toronto swagger. We'll come back with more inside jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hi, my name is Simon Fraser, and you are listening to Inside Jokes on 640. 
Yeah, welcome back, Canada. You're listening to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And tonight, it's all about small town Toronto, small town Canada, the open road versus Toronto comedy. It's Toronto versus everybody. We've got Lars Classington and Danny Martinello in studio with us. Yeah. And before the break, we were getting into a bit of uh, just good bombs, good healthy bombs. When you go out, you work the road, you say yes to some weird small town gig, and you just go and you just eat it. In front of real salt of the earth Canadians. Oh yeah, man. Do you remember, Danny, the first time you really like like a turning point bomb or horrible room where you were just like, "Is do I want to keep going?" Oh yeah, with this? I, every day it haunts me still. <laughs> uh, no, like I started out like in like just six months of bombing, bombing, bombing. Because like when I started, I started I didn't know we had comedy mics, so I crashed like a goth bar open mic, <laughs> and like I, I was happy go lucky like eighteen year old me being like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," but they'd just be like so brutal. Like I got beer cans thrown at me, but the one biggest bomb I ever had was in Regina. China Beach, Saskatchewan, and it was like, uh, it was probably about like 13, uh, just hockey boys and like hockey dads, and they were just getting like trash drunk, and like I'm trying to go up there and do like jokes, but it was like nothing I could say would work, but I was like, I felt the sweat, I felt the heat in my ears, and I'm like, oh, I gotta just keep on giving it to them, giving it to them, and then they got like <laughs> combative, where I was like only supposed to do 30 minutes, but I did 56, and because I was like, oh, I, I know, I'm, I'm like, I just need to get them to laugh and get laughing and like it was like ptsd i'm like oh the choppers are flying everywhere and it was like it was so horrible man i like at the end i'm like i'm gonna quit comedy this went and got a bottle and just got drunk and like the (laughs) hotel room they provided me one it was one of those ones where you're like i don't even want to sleep under the covers and you just lay there like a vampire and like (laughs) yeah with your arms crossed adam's family style and it was like oh man it was so bad and then the comic that i was with was like dude you know like you did like 26 more minutes than you needed to and i was like yeah i just i don't know i just i just thought i could get him at the end and he's like dude you didn't even have him at the start like what do you think and i was like i just i i just don't know and i'm like rocking in my chair like it was brutal but I don't know. They wanted to fight me after two, and I just wanted to make them laugh. That was the worst part, you know? Like, I, think, I just wanted them to love me. Right? I think for any new comics listening to this episode tonight, that is a good piece of advice to take to mind right there. Just if it's not going well, double your time. Oh, yeah, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just give them right. yeah, yeah. double down on yeah. everything, buddy. Yeah. Give them an extra 30 minutes. If, <laughs> right. it's, if it's not working, just keep hammering yeah, at them until yeah, it works. Yeah. Quantity <laughs> over quality. Yeah. There's, right. yeah. There's two things people love. It's a surprise stand-up show and a stand-up show that goes on way too long. Yeah, That's, yeah. People love that stuff, for sure. It was sure. like a horrible date, and I was just like, oh, yeah, I got seven more things planned for us. And yeah. like, oh, no, you know? <laughs> it's like, no, it's good. I'll get you by gelato, I swear. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's the funny thing, though, is because every Canadian comic has these horror stories about, oh, I was in this weird small town in, like, northern Manitoba that no one's ever heard of, and it was the strangest, like, Legion Hall or whatever it was. But in Toronto, it's a similar thing because there's so many mics here and there's so many comics trying to start their own rooms and their own shows all the time you can when you're filling up your schedule you can run all over the city and just do the most bizarre shows and rooms and format like you could be like tonight i'm doing like a vegan potluck and tomorrow i'm doing you know 
I did one one time. I remember it was an art gallery. Yeah. But you were like the comics were the exhibit. Wow. wow yeah. So you're doing material, but there's not at any given point necessarily the same people standing there watching you. So you could be like in the middle of like a 20 minute set and whoever happens to come into that room is just there. Yeah, they're just looking at you like you are a painting. You're like, I just yeah. don't understand this might, artist's work. Yeah, you like know? they might nope, just drift in like there it. for two minutes yeah. and watch you and then go, mm, you know what, not for me, and then just leave again. Or you could do these weird like festivals that are two in the afternoon at a waterfront where there's kids running around. You know, that's the thing. You could go and do weird places in rural Canada, but in this city, you can find yourself in the most bizarre oh, settings. Oh, yeah. Like some guys are doing uh, shows on boats. Like uh, yeah. they're doing like ferry rides around the island and stuff, telling <laughs> jokes. And then they'll go to like another boat and then they switch around, which is really cool. And then a couple other guys did some cottage gigs like that too. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Toronto's almost like, it's almost like this comedy gold rush in a way because there's only X amount of clubs and stages that you could do that are paid in this city, right? Even the size of this city. I mean, we have tons of independent places, tons of theaters. We have all the yeah. clubs here and everything. But you also have, again, so many open mic comics and so many people trying to start their own thing. So you can just kind of go. You just go and find bars or find empty theaters or whatever it is and try and start your own thing. That's what everybody's really yeah. here to do, I guess, at the end of the day. And it's cool, though, too, because like as much as the time we say like there's crappy open mics and stuff, you work your way up within the open mic circuit to a point where it's just like every mic you're doing is like an actual good show, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you become a household name just to other comics. Yeah, yeah. And they're you like, know? oh, you want to do some time? You can come do this show. And you're like, they want me. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. We always talk. Well, we get into this a bit more after the break, but we always talk on this show about how there is no really no star system in Canada. No. There kind of is, but that's what it is for us is just other comics know who you are. <laughs> you know, right. the average Canadian might not. They might see you on a commercial or something and that's it. We'll come back with more right after the break. More inside jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hi, my name's Aaron Berg, and you're so lucky to be listening to me on Inside Jokes on 640 Toronto. Oh, yeah. Welcome back, Toronto. You're tuned in to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Brought to you by Hakeem Optical. Your eyes can have it all. Sound like Casey Kinsley. With the, yeah. <laughs> Welcome back. Your eyes can have it all with Hakeem Optical. Uh, and that was just a play-by-play commentary. We have Lars Classic Din and Danny Martinello in studio with us. We're talking Toronto comedy versus Canadian comedy, which I, you know, they are two different things, really, at the end of the day. Because Canada's weird. It's weird the way Canada's laid out. It's kind of most people live in these large cities that are like clustered along the border. And then there's the real Canada mm-hmm. where you go out, you go out. And all three of us are sort of from rural Canada. The backbone of this country. <laughs> I wish I had <laughs> more right. bad stories. I'm going to be one of those boring guys that just loves everything. I love Toronto. I but love, you kind of do love shows out of Toronto. I love shows in yeah. Toronto. Like I have good experiences. I love small town people, but I like the big city as well. Like, yeah. To be honest with you, I always felt the same because I, 
I, I cut my teeth in Toronto comedy wise, so this is sort of my comedy hometown, but I'm not from this. I'm from the sticks. Right. So I was I was always used to kind of doing both, right? People so are I felt so lucky. So nice way. in small towns. They're always like they're invite oh, you want to stay over at my house, they'll give you their couch, they'll give you a futon, they're yeah. getting the weed and inviting you to like introduce you to their daughters and all kinds of stuff. Like, yeah. And I will say there are, are so nice. Like, you want to shoot some pucks against my garage? Yeah. yeah. Like, gosh, of course. Sure. That was my first job actually was selling hockey pucks. Really? That's what it was, yeah. A hockey puck salesman, which oh, I'm pretty sure is just a Don Rickles bit, but it was true though. What, what's like the what's the pitch of like selling a hockey puck? You're like, listen, I wasn't good at it. It's, it's good. Hey, give it a hit. Is it's, that do you want? It was more just like, do you want to want to buy some ho- hockey pucks? You want to spend a buck on a puck? <laughs> yeah, there. I wish yeah. if we could go back to '97 and yeah. give me that sales pitch, I would have been killing it. Is selling hockey pucks just code word for? Drug dealer? I wish. No. Nope. Thunder Bay? Just very. Is that, yeah, yeah, it probably you want is some now. Hockey pucks? Yeah, it's all the oxycodones. Yeah. <laughs> Thunder Bay loves hockey pucks. But yeah, that was my first that was my first thing. I don't know. I, I I feel like sometimes there isn't the negative thing though. Sometimes you'll go to these small town places and there's almost this automatic cachet that comes with saying Toronto comedian so and so is going to be here, right? Ooh, like some people deal with Toronto. it the opposite way, where they're just like Toronto. Oh, right. oh they've probably import. They've probably been on much music, yeah. you know. <laughs> which always, yes, everybody has. But I've guess always, what? We're still here. I've always found that in small towns, like there are. I mean, there's a little bit of skepticism sometimes, but a yeah. lot of the times people are very happy and grateful that you've traveled all yeah, this that way. You like, came there. They really do. And yeah. Cabas casing. It's yeah. like we're ten hours. Like we've had a driven driven the other direction. We would end up in like Boston. Like we could have. Yeah. to New York City, but we came to Caps Casing instead. That, that is the unique guys, thing about like, about Canadian comedy is you put in that mileage, and I think and people d- in those places do appreciate it. They'll come up to you after the shows and be like, "Thank you for spending your time with us." Oh, you yeah, know, right. you get a lot of that. Like the whole town is like that's their thing. Like we're waiting for the whole week, and they're like they all pack into the Legion, all six hundred of them. You know, yeah, the right. babysitters are watching their kids or doing whatever, and you're like, "Well, where's the rest of it?" And they're like, "Well, this is us. We came for you." And like, <laughs> oh, awesome, sick. All right, yeah. well, I'm giving you a show then. But yeah, we're gonna sacrifice you yeah, afterwards yeah. in a ceremony <laughs> but we're gonna drink your big city blood uh, <laughs> and uh, see if we get superpowers too it's always a cliche thing too in crowd work where like oh the mayor the mayor of this town but a lot of times you do those small town shows and the mayor is legit in oh, the yeah. crowd yeah. too yeah. and they always joke too. about it but then the mayor is there sometimes you just great. lay into them and they're like oh yeah that guy's a but I only voted him for because my family voted for him. And like, <laughs> what, yeah, I guess he's doing good stuff, but keep on picking on him. It's the mayor, but it's just Gary. Yeah, but it's just also Gary. just Gary. Yeah, yeah everyone yeah. just—they're on all in the same curling team. I want to do. Want to? <laughs> Vince Tedesco, our producer, came up with one good question. I want to find out. Uh, that's it. That's all I'm good for. We <laughs> what, <laughs> in three good. and a half years. One good question. What's since and since we're all from different places, but this is where we live. This is where we work. Uh, I have a radio show in in this city that tens of dozens of people listen to every week Lars what's something that you love and something that you hate about Toronto comedy because this really is this is our New York you know personally what I love I host a show on Monday nights and um, that see how I plug that Uh, Monday nights (laughs) check it out Uh, Monday Funday at 1830 bar downtown uh, south of uh, it's on Clarence Square anyways um, we'll get back to that later uh, my favorite thing is the ridiculous amount of talent in Toronto. Yeah. So getting to host and see my friends and colleagues and just sit back and watch the insane amount of talent that is in the city, that's mm. my favorite part by far. 
Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too, where it's like you can be at open mics and then you'll see like just the, the legends that you like grew up kind of watching totally. and yeah, coming right. in as well as it kind of like makes you strive to be better because you're like, oh, man, that's such a good bit. That's so great. Where it's like if you were staying in your like your original town, you'd be like the top dog. So it'd be like anything goes yeah. through you kind of. But now you're like looking at it and you're like, oh, man, this is like I got to work harder. Like these guys are killing it right now. So it like makes you become better because you see so much come through this city where you're, you're just fortunate enough to all, it's, it's all very these little backroom shows where you're there and it's like maybe not that many people but it's just like this show was legendary it was straight fire from top to bottom yeah. and it's just gone into the ether nobody saw it except the 20 people that are there i would say maybe the flip side to that the negative thing is just that more people don't just know that this trash. stuff is happening every given that's always given the night. struggle for sure and yeah i i found the same thing coming here it's like you know coming up in canadian radio like the 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 top dog is always like that AM radio host that's been there for 30 years, right? That's the local celebrity. But yeah, you come and do oh, yeah. comedy and yeah, nails me. <laughs> you come and do comedy here and it's like, yeah, you become friends with and colleagues with all these people that you grew up watching on JFL galas and all this stuff. Yeah. Going, and you're like, oh, they're just accessible now. Now yeah. I just work with them. They're still here doing it, you know? Or like the uh, the, the, the grind aspect where you can go like, you're like, let's go, let's go all get hit our bikes. Let's go do a TTC and do like nine shows today. And then you're just like, yeah, you really can. You can just run around all night and do it we're going to come back with more of this panel more toronto versus everybody right here on inside jokes global news radio 640 toronto hey this is rhiannon archer and you're listening to inside jokes on the global news radio network 640 toronto mp4 kw8 905-827-6428 did i even say it right now back to inside jokes on global news radio 640 toronto Oh, yeah. Welcome back to Inside Jokes. We've been talking comedy in Toronto, comedy on the open road across Canada, Toronto versus everybody. And, of course, what more of a love song to Canadian comedy and Toronto comedy, of course, than having an average weekend. Shadowy men on a shadowy planet. Kids in the Hall. Maybe the greatest Canadian comedy iconic troupe brand name <laughs> institution that we all grew up watching. Uh, we, of course, have Lars Classington and Danny Marnello in studio with us. We've covered a lot of stuff today. We've covered weird open mics in this city, small town gigs across the country, good healthy bombs, mm-hmm. which I think we all agreed are important to have once in a while. Once in a while. Yeah, not too often. Once in yeah. a while. It's bad for your psych, but good for your soul. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It brings you back down to earth. You know, it's like, it's almost like you know it's coming too. Because like, oh man, I've been just straight crushing it yeah, lately. Right, yeah. like it's a, coming. Like an emperor knows a battle's about to be lost. <laughs> <you know? laughs> It's like a law of averages. When we were talking about things we both love and hate about doing Toronto comedy, uh, but I want to see some stuff that you guys have coming up. Lars, of course, you're running a new show here in the city, a Monday night show right yeah. downtown. Too. Yeah, it was the show called Monday Funday at a bar called 1830, which is at 9 Clarence Square, about a block south of King and Spadina. Yeah. Uh, I host every week. We book two, three pro comics, uh, and sometimes I also do first-timers. So it's people who nice. have headlined across the country, have done festivals, and then maybe someone who's never done stand-up at all. I host it. Uh, tomorrow night, we've got um, 
Christoph Davidson, Eric Andrews, and Ernie Vicente uh, nice. in the house. So it's going to be a great show, and we do it every Monday night. How do you go out and find these these newbies, by the way, to, to like handpick them and give them some stage time? Uh, uh, actually, a lot of them are friends of mine in the acting world oh, okay. who have never done stand-up, and they kind of come to a show, and they see it from afar, and they're like, oh, I kind of want to try this. And I'm just like, what are you doing not trying it? Like, yeah. try it. You have to go somewhere. You have yeah. to always do that. And you're either going to stick with it or not, but you got to cut your teeth somewhere. Danny Martinello, where can people find you? Where can we see you live oh, next? Oh, I start my BC swing next week, boys. Nice. Uh, yeah, we're doing the uh, Can Loops Comedy Festival from the 14th to the 18th and then the Okanagan Comedy Festival from the 21st to the 25th. And then I'll be headlining Yuck Yucks Vancouver from the 29th to the 31st. So beautiful. If you've got a couch in the Okanagan Valley yeah, for training, yeah, I'm gonna need it too. Need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll walk your dogs, pet your cats. That's what I'll do. Uh, no, yeah. So if you want to go check that out, if you're in that area, just go to CanLoopsComedyFestival.ca or the OkanaganComedyFestival.ca. Find all your tickets and info for there, and uh, come come have a laugh. Oh, oh, and good old Salmon Arm, BC. Beautiful. Scott Belford and Claire Belford's mom. If you're listening, Danny Martinello's rolling through the Okanagan. Yep. Needs a place to crash. I hear the butter tarts are great. Yeah, the butter tarts are great. It's a nice place to stay. Uh, beautiful. And make sure, we say it every week, go out, watch these comics, watch these live shows here in Toronto, support, watch Canadian comedy. Because like Lars said earlier, there's so much talent in this country that we know about that you guys need to discover. We need to keep them here in Canada, keep making TV shows, keep launching new shows, keep doing tours, podcasts, all of it. Because we've got, we produce the best country comics in the world in this country. We really do. Thank you for tuning in. And of course, you can hear us every Sunday night right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And you can catch all our episodes, stream them coast to coast across Canada and worldwide, Global News Online. And we'll be back next week. Hi, this is Alicia Carusi. And you're listening to my aunt, Sandra Carusi's Comedy Rx. This week featuring Lars Classington. He does an impression of a chicken's impression of a seal. This is my impression of a chicken. Impression of a seal. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I, Lars Classington, trained at Julie's Yard, will now unveil my impression of a chicken. Impression of a seal. I need absolute silence. This is very dangerous. My impression of a chicken. Impression of a seal.
That was very impressive of a chicken's impression of the seal. I don't even know how we do it. I just transformed.